Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds, back in the studio. Thank God it's Friday. I know I got your hopes up yesterday. I know I got Ned's hope up yesterday because he thought they were going to finally give him his due and they were going to change the name (laughs) of that place to the Ned Bowl. But unfortunately, I was wrong like most of the things in my life, and it's now the Great Southern Bank Arena. Your thoughts, sir? It's a great move. Absolutely a great move. Uh, Yes, it does remove Mr. Hammond's name from the legacy, his his arena and all that sort of thing, but it doesn't uh, remove him from the mindset at all. And Great Southern, it's not like they're a newcomer to the scene. They've been here for decades and have been a big supporter for the athletic programs, not just at Missouri State, but all over. Uh, Joe Turner, who runs the show now from his dad, Bill, have done a great job. He's an ex-football player himself. They understand what it needs. And the big deal is that the Bonds, after all, the JQH Arena, or the Great Southern Bank Arena, as it's now to be called, is not new. It's been around now for over 10 years. And the, the bond and debt factor has been rather substantial. Great Southern is going to help to remove part of that. And indeed, I think that's the, the really major factor here. Yeah, I like it. I think it's a great move, and I think it'll work out very well. Well, um, I will always think it's the Ned Bowl in my heart. <laughs> and I know if you're listening right now, next time you go down to the Ned Bowl, that's exactly what you're going to tell your friends. There are a lot of people who would like to do things in the Ned Bowl. <laughs> I didn't say that. I just said, let's get it changed on the streets to what we really want to call it, the Ned Bowl. All right, so uh, kind of a sad note this morning in the football world, isn't it? Yeah, it it really hits me because he and I were in college at the same time. Daryl LaMonica, the mad bomber from Notre Dame and the Oakland Raiders, passing from the scene yesterday at the age of 80. There wasn't any cause given, but it was other than the fact that it was natural causes. But here's uh, LaMonica, who at Notre Dame... Didn't play for very good teams. wasn't his fault. He had a big career there, but the coaches, Joe Q. Herrick and uh, Hugh DeVore, just couldn't really get the Irish moving. They were 2-8 and eight in LaMonica's first year there. But he had some great receivers, one of whom was Jack Snow, who was a great All-American, later the voice of the Los Angeles and then St. Louis Rams. Uh, Snow and, and LaMonica, a good combination. But then when Daryl LaMonica went to the Buffalo Bills first to back up Jack Kemp, and then to the Oakland Raiders. And that's where he really gained his fame. The Mad Bomber had great receiving core, passed for 19,000 yards and 164 touchdowns, took his team, the Raiders, to the second Super Bowl against the Green Bay Packers down in Miami. He was, he was an outstanding football player. A little bit on the quirky side, but aren't all quarterbacks <laughs> on the quirky side. Daryl LaMonica yesterday kind of well, just a real iconic individual in many respects, passing from the scene at the age of 80. I know he was a Raider, but he was still a great player. Their, their player. games with the Kansas oh, City dude, Chiefs, I know, they those were, were epic. Ma- those they were, were tremendous battles between two really good football teams, and uh, the Chiefs won their share of them. But uh, the LaMonica-led teams and later Kenny State were coming in and taking over. Uh, they were great classic battles. They were. If you can find some of those on YouTube, youngins, watch them and uh, learn where your kingdom came from. All right. A pair of incidents have occurred in which individuals and in sports have lost emotional control, more specifically what's been going on during the NBA playoffs and some of these players getting fined, losing their cool, 
Yesterday, Mike Tyson was filmed beating the life out of some passenger that was screaming in his ear, wouldn't leave him alone. So obviously he's not professional anymore, but you've seen this happen. I, I think this is just a microchasm of what is actually well, happening my across the world. Here, Mike is is even more, I think, probing than that. Yeah, the video Tyson was taking this for quite a while, and here's this young. Well, that guy punk. deserved every bit he of it. Deserved in my it. He's a young punk. He was uh, out of control completely. Where were the airline folks to stop this? That's what I want to say. This dude was yelling. If uh, someone's yelling in my ear on an airplane. And you're not going to, if, 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 and he was sitting there just looking for it. Well, the fact is that Tyson did finally turn around and threw a few shots at him. I bled the dude. Opened opened some uh, cuts on his head. Uh, You can't excuse that either. But, but where was the airline? Where were they? Were they too busy to step in? This is obviously going on because the guy's putting on his uh, camera, his uh, iPhone. This is, I'm, I, I feel for Mike Tyson. I know what I he do went too. through. I, I, like I said, I he had ever. I, I'm again, violence is never the answer, kids. But at the same time, some people need to be checked, and that little punk needed to be checked. And I'm glad Mike Tyson checked him. Um, but maybe yeah. that was part of what he wanted to, to go around for the rest of his life and say he got his head beat in by Mike Tyson. The guy's got identification problems. Yeah, that's sign my head. All right. The other incident was a junior college baseball game down in Texas, and everybody who's ever played baseball in any regard or any sport knows how you can get very frustrated. Pitcher, this is Weatherford Junior College, and it's a pretty good JUCO pro, uh, program. They send a lot of guys to D1 baseball. Anyway, the <laughs> pitcher gives up a, a home run. I think it was a three-run homer, as a matter of fact. And while the batter is rounding the bases, when he rounds third, the pitcher just completely loses control, runs across the diamond, and smashes this guy with a classic tackle. I mean, it's, it's a great play. It's illegal, but it's a great play. And the pitcher, he's probably never going to play baseball again because you can't have this kind of behavior. But you know how he felt. He's very frustrated. This guy's probably saying some things as he rounds third base and comes in. That pitcher took off and really nailed him and then gets expelled, not just from the team, but expelled from school as well. This is just totally uncalled for behavior. Whole future gone. I would say it probably is, yes. Um, And one snap decision. And see, that's the thing, like... What I was trying to say in the beginning was I think these incidences with professional athletes and people is just a microcosm of what's happening on a bigger picture. How many times in the last couple of years since this whole thing started have you seen people just blowing up on stupid stuff, videos? I mean, of course, we are filmed a lot more. We have cameras in our hands constantly and in, in, in that I'm sure ebbs and flows. But still, take a breather, man. Chill out. Let it go. Don't let one decision cost you your whole freaking life. Jeez Louise. We had some baseball yesterday. Both Missouri teams played Cardinals and Royals. They had wins the day before. Did they continue the trend? Their wins the day before were all by the same score, 2 nothing. The losses yesterday were not at the same score, but both teams were shut out, and that doesn't happen very often. The Royals played under the sun yesterday at Kauffman Stadium. Fell to the Minnesota Twins, one to nothing. Minnesota scored in the second inning, and from there on in, the pitchers dominated. Zach Greinke got the start for the Royals. Did give up the one run, but pitched pretty doggone well for five and a third innings. And then the Royals' offense just couldn't come to the fore, so Minnesota wins the game one nothing. The Cardinals are looking to win their getaway game and sweep their series with the Miami Marlins, but it did not happen. Miami is very, a very, very young team. Uh, they're uh, 
how good they are. They're, they're probably not a contender this year. They will be if they stick with them, which the Marlins have a tendency not to do. But over and above that, got great pitching last night from Lopez and uh, were able to blank the Cardinals 5 to nothing. Did get some key hits, and the St. Louis offense, which had been pretty doggone good, was not last night. So the Reds leave Miami, or the Cardinals, I should say, leave Miami and head now to Cincinnati to take on the, the Reds this weekend. Gonna be exciting. Spring is here and baseball every day. I love it. Uh, speaking of which, the uh, Springfield Cardinals are in town. They still got a few games left in this homestand. Did they get the win yesterday? They did. This is the Tulsa Drillers they beat, and the Drillers are a very good team to the Dodgers Double A Farm Club. And the Dodgers are arguably the best team in Major League Baseball. Well, the Springbirds came back and won last night, nine to six, high scoring game. You know these games are probably going to be high-scoring from here on in because the wind is blowing out. It, it, the field is set from uh, south to north, or north to south, I should say. So the wind is going to be blowing out from the south, which is the prevailing summer breeze. And it was breezing last night, and the ball's flying out of there. Hey, the Cardinals can hit the ball. Now they play game four coming up tonight in their series and finish it up on Sunday before going on a six-game road trip. So the Springfield Cardinals are a pretty good baseball team. I mean, get on out there and watch them. It should be tonight, especially, a great night for watching baseball. Absolutely. We're talking about highs of 80 today, nice little breeze going on tonight. Ned's going to be out there in shorts and flip-flops. Not in shorts The only problem is, where are you going to hide your booze? You, can't, you don't have any jackets anymore to hide oh, your booze. they serve booze there. No need to hide <laughs> it. Hey, no more hiding for Ned. <laughs> have a great weekend, Sarah. I'll see you on Monday.